Welcome to Forces in Fintech, brought to you by Repay, a leading fintech innovator and integrated payment solutions provider. I'm your host, Dara Dirks. In this season of the podcast, we invite industry experts to pull back the curtain on the ever-changing world of fintech and commerce. This week, we're joined by David Harper, SVP of Sales and Channel Development at Repay, to learn the ins and outs of enterprise resource planning, or ERPs, within the B2B payments landscape. ERPs ensure that all facets of an organization can communicate seamlessly with one another. Because an enterprise that facilitates frictionless data exchange between business areas is a successful one. However, as with any new software integration, the prospect of folding in new features to a system that's so intricately woven into the fabric of an organization can be daunting. But thankfully, there are people out there like David whose mission it is to make sure these kinds of integrations aren't so scary and happen without a hitch. I started in payments almost 15 years ago, so I've, I've slowly become a veteran. It's kind of hard to believe that I've, uh, I've, I've been in it for this long. And I came to Repay via a consulting opportunity. Repay started to get into the B2B market, and uh, APS Payments was one of their first acquisitions in that space. I came on board to, uh, to help the team transition and started working with them, and I found a home, and, and I've been here three years now, uh, going on three in January. Great. Thank you. And we're specifically here to talk about ERP relationships within the B2B space. Could we first start with an example of who those ERPs are, how many are out there, and what is the opportunity to integrate with others in the B2B space? Really, the ERP space is very widespread, and you look at some of the main players being Sage, all the Sage systems, you look at Acumatica, there are a plethora of ERP systems, and some are honestly customized for a business at a smaller scale. But really, from an integration standpoint, these businesses are are looking for the ability to utilize their ERP and third-party plugins like a Repay. And then within that concept, the integration practice, it can be simple and it can be very involved. Typically, it starts with uh, a set of requirements. And with our payment requirements, they're usually pretty standard, at least to start off with. It's card acceptance, right? It's plugging in and the ability to accept Visa, MasterCard, American Express, to be able to do things such as tokenize, to take cards and to uh, load them into a what we call our vault so that we have security around it, which allows recurring billing and things that people in the B2B environment use pretty readily when it comes to uh, card technology. Speaking of integration, how does that happen? If you could walk us through the process from the first conversation to the first client onboarding. So really it starts with the need, with the ability to transact payments, and we can even broaden this to AP and AR. And so when we identify the need, we're really working with our technical team is going to be working with the ERP's technical team. 
We're going to define the scope of work, and then we are going to go into de- to development. Now, this happens really one of two ways. Usually, we like to do the development into the ERP system or, or the software stack, but then we also find a lot of partners that like to hold their own code, and, and they do the development into our gateway. So when we talk about development, we talk about the integration. The integration is really housed in our gateway, and I'll take a quick step back and give you a high level about Repay is not only a full core credit card processor, but we also own our own gateway technology, which is really the housing for all of the technology that flows in and out of the payment process. And so that being said, we take any of the code that's in the gateway, you know, it goes through your standard QA. We do a lot of testing within a sandbox and test environment. And then we're ready to do a launch where we identify customers either that have been pre-selected by the technology because of a need, or we use our sales resources to identify target clients within a specific market using that integration. And we start reaching out. And within that process, once we're ready to go through a contracting phase and we get them up and going, it's really a a very simple install. Once you're integrated into the ERP system, it's as easy as really, you know, providing a set of credentials, making sure that what we are doing from a payment process is fitting into their workflow. And then we're really ready to go live. Are the ERP relationships exclusive to repay? If not, how does a customer choose one provider versus another? Yeah, so they are not exclusive to repay. Now, you can have exclusive agreements, and in in some instances we do. But when talking about the Sages and the Acumaticas and the larger players in the ERP space, they do like to stay agnostic and and they work with a handful of us and then have their, their chosen or select providers that they tend to help us with the customer base that they have. But really, the differentiation... It comes from one technology. There are feature sets that people you know, require, such as invoicing or, as I mentioned, tokenization. There's a large need for shopping carts or customers' websites to talk to the ERP. So there's another integration point there that can provide a lot of value for a customer to want to work with us. But then it really comes down to the relationship. These ERP systems have a vast network of either resellers or consultants that help the sales process, they help their customers. And so our relationships with them are very important in that sort of ecosystem that's connected to the ERP. And usually they're the ones that really do help us evangelize the product and get us over the edge when it comes to selection. And do you see much churn in your ERP network? And if you do see any churn, what would drive that? Yeah, churn is relatively low and you don't see a lot of it. I think one of the the nice parts about ERP is is in integrated payments in general is that the integration keeps these customers very sticky. When churn does happen, it usually happens because of moving a technology or moving to a workflow that we can't support and there's a need to go find another provider based on the parameters of the business and how they're working within their payment ecosystem. And from the ongoing feedback with customers, what additional features or capabilities are they asking for with ERPs? 
There's always going to be feature requests and, you know, a lot of pieces are tied to the sales orders and the customer records. Recurring billing is, is big, right? And, and I keep talking about tokenization because of the security and fraud tools are going to be a big piece of what we do. And then you get into to new markets where people are starting to talk about crypto and that's always a conversation that tends to pop up. You know, people are, are always looking, they're looking to save a dollar. So surcharging capabilities and the abilities to pass along some of the cost back to the customer is always a big aspect or an ask of potential clients. And given your 15 years in the space, I'm sure you've seen a lot of change in B2B in general. How do you see the industry evolving? Where do we go from here? Within B2B and the evolution of the market, it's going to be the seamless payments in the background, but then it's also coming together with all of your payment processes, right? And this is something that Repay is really unique to this market in, is that we handle both AP and AR, and we're a one-stop shop that provides both within an integrated solution within the ERP and B2B market. And that's going to be really unique in, in seeing the way that that evolves within these integrations, within the way that we have our user interfaces and the data that we get out of those uh, those types of processes. So when I see the evolution of the market, it really is bringing both of these pieces together. It's layering on new technology and both that you know money in kind of money out model. As the world continues its march towards digital payments, it's only going to become more important that organizations have the infrastructure to support this digitalization for their own, their partners, and their clients' benefit. And by having a payments platform that can readily integrate with their existing ERP, organizations don't need to worry about lengthy onboarding times or issues with compatibility and can instead focus on the immediate and long-term benefits that come with digital B2B payment capabilities. That's it for this episode of Forces in Fintech. If you like what you heard, please spread the word on social media and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you streamed our show. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back in the new year as we continue to explore the new and exciting powers across the payscape.